the corner church down there in 10th and 10th. And uh, they just decided we needed more room and a nicer, bigger space, and this was available. And the men talked about it for quite a long time, and there was several of them that uh, talked about it and stuck with it right from the very beginning. Hello, and welcome to this podcast of oral history from the Lewiston First Church of the Nazarene. My name is Pastor Paul Clark. This episode is an interview with Betty Brinker. She's one of the few remaining members of our congregation who is deeply involved in the construction process of the building we currently use at 1700 8th Street. Betty and I spoke about her history in the valley and her memories of the construction process. Betty makes frequent reference to her late husband, Lowell. Throughout the interview, she also talks about Frenchie, who is Frenchie Rainville, and Lawrence, who is Lawrence Bradley. Both were prominent members and great contributors to the building process. Enjoy this oral history of our current building being built from the perspective of Betty Brinkerhoff. Will you tell me how you and Lowell came to the valley and to the Church of the Nazarene? <laughs> yes. Um, we both had good jobs in Clearback in Nebraska. And uh, Lowell's sister, Joanne Miller, that's the one that I mentioned, and Ralph, lived here in Clarkston. And uh, we were trying to adopt a couple kids. And um, Ralph said, if you'll move out here, I just know you'll get some. We had gone several places in Nebraska, and one place who actually had one of my distant cousins was in that place, and he said, go home and grow up and get some money in the bank. Wow. Just those practically literal words. We were 26 years old, and we thought we were old enough to have a little guy. So we came out here, loaded up all of our things, and Ralph came and um, told us that he could get Herman Hagedorn's truck mm -hmm. to take us back to Nebraska and get our things. So that's what we did. Herman was uh, Velma's uncle. Oh, okay. And uh, so anyway, um, we went to Nebraska, got our things, left back there on Thanksgiving Day way back. And you said 67. I was trying to, I can't remember the date exactly that we we landed here. But uh, Well, if, if it was when the church was still at 10th and 10th, we moved from 10th and 10th in 62. So it was after that. Uh, oh, the church was already? No, the church was still there okay, when, so it was when we lived that. there, yeah. And uh, I w went to work in the nursery just about the time I got here. Wow. And Lowell was on the board there. And of course, we had both come from a Nazarene church. What, I had, what year were you and Lowell married? In 1947. 47. Yeah, we graduated from high school in 44. Lowell was in the Navy. And we were married in 47. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, when we came out here, they said we would have to live here two years to establish our residency. Uh, one thing kind of interesting, when we came out here, we hunted and hunted in Lewiston for an apartment to move into, 
guess where we ended up? Three doors north of right here. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Which is kind of interesting. They say what goes around comes around. I guess. <laughs> so here I am, three doors south Applies of where, to you. where we were <laughs> way back way back then. But anyway, we walked into the church, and Frenchie and, and uh, Wilma and um, Morris and Velma were there, welcomed us, and we belonged in the church ever since. Cool. And so, um, and then when when did you end up adopting? Well, um, uh, we had to live here in Lewiston two years before uh, we could adopt, and then it was into the third year when we got Brent. Okay. And of course, you know, we lost Brent. Brent was 42 years old when he died. And uh, then we got Barb uh, just two years after that, and mm -hmm. she was a, uh, an adoption through um, a lawyer in Spokane. Mm -hmm. So uh, we've had nobody that ever in the world had a better daughter than we've had Barb. Mm -hmm. She's been so good to me, and she said, well, I'll never put you in a home. Now guess where she is? <laughs> Head of Evergreen. Uh, <laughs> that's right. But yes, and we've been in the church ever since. Lowell was on the board until he got too bad to be there. And I worked in the nursery. He finally came into the nursery with me. He was in there 12 years. And mm -hmm. He had a lot of babies. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you remember what was happening in the late 50s when the decision was being made to move from 10th and 10th to 1700 8th I, Street? I really don't remember anything really, you know, that I could really put my hand on except that we just felt like we needed a bigger church for one thing and uh, they built the Sunday school unit or the smaller unit and, and where we used to call the sanctuary and then ended up building onto the big one so that we had a lot more room out there. But no, I don't I don't remember anything in particular. That's the trouble. I just don't uh, remember a lot that really happened except we wanted more room. Mm -hmm. And there was a little bit of, of unease about building out there. Too far out, yeah. Uh, they didn't know whether it would be. Uh, back at that time, there were near the houses, etc., that there are around out in there now, mm -hmm. and uh, um, they thought that it was kind of far out of the area. And now look at us; we're down, clear down where there's much going on. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I don't remember other than the fact that they questioned being out that far, but the, they had already placed the Sunday school unit there, so we might just as well go ahead and build on the church. So, mm -hmm. the, uh, And our men did just nearly all of the work. There were a few hired things, the electricity, et cetera, but uh, some of those things. But uh, So did the congregation move to, to 8th Street before the sanctuary was completed then? We moved out into the Sunday school unit, yes. Uh -huh. And... Uh, uh, it was, I, as I remember, it was completed before we moved over there. I don't remember that it wasn't. Um, I, I just know that I was in that west room where the, where the nursery is all those years. <laughs> <laughs> they, now they've opened that up quite a bit, so it wasn't like that when I took over down there. But I was in that nursery for a long time. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> then I went home to take care of Lowell. So. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been in that church, what, 67 years? 68 years? Wow. <laughs> yeah, now, when, when the building was actually happening, Lowell was real involved. He was, we've seen pictures of him at the construction site, and he's around. Lowell and Franchi mm-hmm. went to that church in the morning before Lowell went to work. They'd usually go in 5, 5.30. Lawrence didn't do that. Really? Lowell and Frenchie would be in there alone, and uh, I don't imagine a lot of people would agree with that, but that's the way it was. And um, then Lowell would go right straight to work from his work at 4 o'clock. He'd go in and, into the office, and, and then he was at uh, in the middles, mm. and so was Lawrence. And Sid Bradley, Lawrence's brother, they were mm. all in the middles. And he would go right to... Uh, to the church from when he'd get off of work and be there until it was so dark they couldn't see to do any more work on the church. Wow. So that we've often wondered, you know, since then, that if Lowell should have spent all that time there and and didn't see his kids Hmm. because it was, he didn't have much time with Brent and I always felt since then that he should have had more time with him, but he didn't, so mm-hmm. I often thought that maybe it was a mistake, but maybe not. I don't know anymore. That's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It's certainly yeah. a great legacy. Pardon? Yeah, well, he he uh, loved the church, he loved the people, and, and there was only way for them to get it done, and that was for him to go in and do it. So mm-hmm. that's just what they did, and Frenchie was right there with him. Lawrence did a lot of uh, work there, don't misunderstand me, and of course all of the furnace work and all of the, I think Lowell did most of the crawling around because <laughs> I, I could tell you one, but I don't want that going out on, on recording. <laughs> <laughs> all right, save that one for us. All right. <laughs> so there were, also, there were also times when there would be big groups working was it the kind of thing that most weekends there would be a Saturdays, big group? yes, on Saturdays. And the women took in the meals, and uh, Velma and I and Wilma and uh, I think Ruth Sandquist helped a lot with that. Uh, Ernie was there as long as, uh, as long as Ernie was available, but he uh, didn't work uh, out there as much because he was at, at his own job more right. than the other guys, or he was out at the mill. But... Uh, uh, it was it was just a weekend where we all went. I remember carrying Barb on my back and when she was just a tiny baby and, and carrying her and we were there to to feed people while they were working and we had we would always have that group of men. Of course we only had so many of them and mm. and uh, would you would you bring in meals? Would you cook there? Would you? Yeah. Uh, uh, basically, we brought the food with us. If something needed to be cooked there, we could cook it there. Yes. Mm-hmm. But the kitchen, of course, wasn't finished like uh, like we have it now. It, mm-hmm. It's uh, it's very nice. I haven't been in that kitchen for years because of my eyesight. But uh, uh, I kind of extended into that other room, which is very nice now. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So, I've read about the pies being made. Do you, do you remember making pies for for the work crews? 
Making what? Pies. Oh, Fine. pies? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, there were always pies. There was always food for them there, always was. And uh, I, I was just trying to think. I think Pat, Pat um, uh, used to be Tweety. Patty Beach, mm -hmm. I think, is her married now. I think she was, uh, he didn't help because he was always downtown in the barbershop. But uh, uh, that is a lot like most of the men did. But uh, is that something somebody needs to answer? No, <laughs> no. Okay. Anyway, uh, uh, I, I think she helped a lot with those pies, too. And uh, hmm. I can't think of many more people that are left now that... Uh, that did any of that just to yeah not a lot of people around no, that have memories of it no barb used to say well all your friends come to, can come down and visit you and i said yeah barb all of them are gone <laughs> uh, but mm -hmm. i guess i just the old crow left <laughs> so do you remember there there are also pictures of big big ceremonies there's a big groundbreaking that we've seen pictures of do you remember those that ceremony particularly? I don't remember that one in particular. I remember um, when uh, you were talking about Lawrence signing on the rock. Mm -hmm. We quoted to him that day, fools' names and fools' faces always shine in public places. <laughs> <laughs> Gave him a bad time about it. Did anybody ever find that rock or did they look for it? Oh yeah, some kids found it that day. Oh, did they? Mm -hmm. <laughs> on the west side of the church? Uh, it's on the south face of the church. On the south. Uh huh. It's south, on the south side. East corner. Yep, southeast corner. I was trying to remember where that was. I, I think it was off on the west side. Of course, that w we were so busy. We had a rattlesnake in in that uh, under the window there where the nursery is. <laughs> really? Yeah, we did. And uh, the man that uh, one of the men that was there working that day. Uh, Went, ran to his car and got a, a can of snake spray and uh, sprayed all the hole underneath there. And then they poked a couple of rocks under there and, and uh, um, filled it full and, and the thing never got open. So I don't know if there was the last one that crawled out or if, <laughs> wow. if they killed it. But yeah, it was uh, really not much of a place for a rattlesnake. That, but that was kind of interesting because it was that day when Lawrence was busy writing his name on things. Oh, but, really? Uh, yeah. Same day. Funny. He also had his, his initial on one of the cornerstones, but I think they took those out, the big white stones, uh, big rock stones there in front, when they took out the pulpit rock. Oh, in the sanctuary, yeah, yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I think he had his initials on that, too. But he was busy doing stuff with that but most of the time. <laughs> Yeah, Lawrence liked to have people know that he was there and busy. The other two didn't have much to say. But I do remember the sound of of Frenchie's voice all through the church when we'd be working, and you'd hear Frenchie singing at the top of his voice, clear yeah. across. How I missed hearing Frenchie sing when he was gone. Yeah. That was something else. Do you remember the dedication and the big, there was a big procession from 10th and 10th down to... No, you know, I don't remember that at all. Um, uh, who was I talking to? Uh, somebody. I, I can't think now even who I was talking to that said there was a reception or a 
um, uh, you know, what you just said, mm -hmm. procession. Procession. And I'm terrible about long words. Um, but I don't remember doing that. Don't remember yeah. that at all. Of course, I might not have been there, too. Right. Do you remember a dedication time? I remember the dedication, yeah. I do remember that. But uh, What do you remember about it? Well, you know, actually not, not a great lot, except that, that we had it. Yeah. <laughs> Just other than that, I remember when they put the rock in the corner and, and some of the, they were hunting things to put in it, you know, to, for, to uh, close up to put in the corner of the church. But are they going to open that this we're we're planning on opening it yes yeah, yeah i thought i remember doing that but all i just remember is that they did it i just i just was was there you don't have any personal possessions in the cornerstone that you're looking forward to getting you know back? i can't remember for sure no no pers personal no <laughs> uh, i i think this is crazy but i uh, as i remember we put a diaper in there Really? The, yeah, for the for the and, the and I I'm not sure whether that was just imagination or whether we did it, but that was the only thing I can remember that got put in there. Funny. <laughs> uh, there should have been a, a history of the church that Velma wrote. Really? Um, yeah, but I'm not sure whether it's there or not. I do know that there was one in the in the safe, and somehow or other it got destroyed, hmm. which was bad. And yeah. I had given them a, a whole bunch of the books of pictures that uh, we used to have pictures taken of the church people every year. Do you mm -hmm. remember that at all? Yeah, we yeah. have we have digitized and we have a, a bunch of those going back into yeah. the early 80s. Yeah, you should have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I know that the central um, the central church used to always keep a record of oh, really? everything that was going on. Yeah, whether they still have one now or not. Uh, at the, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we've been told that there's no no individual church record oh, there that we can... That, you know, they used to keep them all the time, but mm -hmm. I, I didn't know whether there was any on, on ours or not. But that that's, was a ways back when they were doing that. So. Yeah. We've we've tried. We've uh -huh. contacted yeah. the denomination. He used to do that, but mm -hmm. I didn't know if they did anymore. I haven't been in the actual work of it for so long since Lowell's been sick. That and then, of course, I wasn't worth a hoot because I couldn't see what I was doing. <laughs> You're worth a hoot. Uh, I doubt it. <laughs> so, Betty, you've uh, you've been around all these years. You've seen a lot of changes in the church. You, what do you, what are your thoughts when you think about your church? When you think about Lewiston First Church of the Nazarene, do you, do you go to the present? Do you think about what it's like now? Do you think about a period in in the history? Do you think about these days when this building was being built? What do you, what, what comes to your mind when you think about Lewiston First Church of the Nazarene? Well, it probably is not a good thing. What comes to my mind? <laughs> I miss our music. Yeah. Oh, how I miss our music. It just somehow or other slipped from being our church to one church, and you know, and hmm. and we had no decorations or things, and, and uh, it, it was really changed the way it goes. We have so many people in our church that can sing, mm -hmm. and the hymns, they'll never be what 
uh, some of the music is now, it's better than it was for a while. I mm -hmm. will grant you that. The music is, the wording is what I'm talking about, it actually. But uh, uh, some of those hymns are built on straight scripture, and our kids will never know any of that, which is sad, I think. But like I say, I, I miss the music about but. I don't know. It'll always be home, and, and it's more home now than it was to Paul. <laughs> I'll call you Pastor Paul when I'm supposed to. <laughs> no, I'm no, honest, no. I will. <laughs> you can call me Paul. It's kind of hard to uh, remember that when uh, I remembered the other way for so many years. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, it's it's beginning to go back to home, which I really appreciate. I'm appreciate your services and your sermons. <clears throat> well, it feels like home to me because you're there. Oh, oh. well, you know, it, it's kind of crazy because I, I think I'm I think I'm the oldest one there and there's just not much of any of the older people left. All the men are gone and uh, Yeah, you're you are our longest standing member oh, for I'm sure. sure. I'm sure by um, a long ways. Yeah. Well, I I'm 94 mm -hmm. and uh, I've been there since I was, oh, what, way back. If you were a kid in yeah, I was Nebraska 20, at 26. Yeah, yeah we, uh, we moved out here. Uh, we were married when we were 20 years old, and we were in Nebraska six years and then moved out here. Mm. And uh, got Brent and, and Barb. Uh, it... Uh, Lord's been good to us, Paul. He's been very good to us, though I hated giving up Lowell the way I had to. It it was uh, he's he's in heaven and taken care of. And yep, though we had some problems with Brent, we had a wonderful letter at the end telling us that he was on his way home and yeah. to heaven. And, and so it, it it's been a it's been a good year, good good life. I mean, it's he's been good to us. Yeah. Nobody ever had, has had a daughter like Barbara. You hear so many of the stories about adopted kids and how they've treated their families, and Barb is so good to me. Bless her heart. She's, do you remember, you might, since your mother sang in the choir, uh, Marv Carnes? Yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah, Joan and Marvin. Yeah, Joni just moved over into Evergreen mm -hmm. yesterday. And oh, really? Just yes. Uh-huh. Wow. And I'm just I'm so anxious to get over and see her now. I haven't been able to go see her much, but now I can oh, ride, with, ride yeah. with Barb. <laughs> Perfect, yeah. yeah. Yeah, my mom has stayed in good touch with Joan. Yeah, I oh, yes, I knew that, too. Mm -hmm. I knew that, too. I just mm -hmm. didn't hook up the pair of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, Marvin was there. And Macy Williams was just before Marvin in the choir. Hmm. You remember Macy at all? No. Yeah, they... they uh, Macy and Aloha and, and their two boys lived here, and Macy had the choir, and then Mark took it over when they moved. Hmm. Yeah, of course, they're both gone. You say that about the music, and that is certainly a hallmark of the of the Church of the Nazarene for, for a long period of our history. Our our hymnal yes. and our music was was something that was very attractive to yes. people in our communities, and, and the Church of the Nazarene really grew in... in a lot of the country because our music was was noticed. Right. People people knew a church of the Nazarene. Oh, I I really miss music. Of course, I was I, I sang in the choir and and I I used to be able to sing once in a while Velma and 
I and Wilma had that trio hmm. for years that we sang together and, and I, I enjoyed it so much, but uh, we kind of lost all of that. And we have lots of people in our church that can sing. Yeah. Just a lot of people. I'm looking, hoping that we'll be able to get back to some special music and, and hear some of that special talent. I know we've also lost some people because um, their kids could sing and weren't being able to practice it or anything. So it, uh, bad, but that's the way it is. Well, uh, I want to just kind of as we're wrapping up recording, just say thank you so much for, for letting me invade your space and and pick your brain and um, Paul, hear some good nothing. stories no no betty this has been great i really appreciate your your memory and in your perspective and well, I, uh, we we need your voice still well so. we uh we had some wonderful guys that built that church i tell you they all worked hard and long and and uh got it all built and put together uh, uh, when you turn it off I'll tell you one thing we did that I don't want on there. <laughs> <laughs> All right.